Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Tech Authority Podcast. I'm Andrew Brown, your host, and today we're going to talk about how to store your photos after a photo shoot. Now you're probably thinking to yourself, but I'm not a photographer and I don't really take a lot of photos, but that's okay. You might take a lot of photos on your, on your phone, you might have a camera that you might use occasionally and take some photos and eventually download them onto your computer. That's fine too. I'm a little bit different. I am a photographer and I like to take photos of motorsport. And this weekend I had a chance to be a part of the media again, which is a lot of fun. I uh, take photos for Prodigy Magazine and Piston Broke and motorsport legends and this weekend i was at the shannon nationals round two of the shannon nationals at philip island grand prix circuit now if you're unaware what philip island grand prix circuit is it's a racing track where cars can go on track and put a lap down and do many laps and just race around with other cars and uh, at the shannon nationals there was five different categories racing. Sports cars, Porsche Carrera Cup, uh, another Porsche GT3 class, a Radical, a bunch of Radicals in cars called Radicals. Uh, and we also had Formula 4 as well, which is an open wheel series of racing. And I like taking photos of motorsport. That's my passion I have enjoyed doing that for quite a long time. You've probably heard me talk about the Bathurst 12-hour. I like taking photos of cars on tracks, on circuits. And uh, I thought I'd share how I manage my photos after I've done my photo shoots so that you can use this for your benefit. And I'm hoping that you're getting great value out of these podcasts because I'm enjoying sharing my information with you uh, it's nice to teach someone how to do something remotely uh, even if you're listening from somewhere else in the world it, it's pretty uh, pretty cool that uh, people are listening uh, so I have a pretty decent camera I had to get some good storage because I like to take a lot of photos and I use SanDisk products in my camera. I have a Canon 5D Mark III with three different lenses. I have a 100 to 400mm push-pull lens which is a telephoto lens. I have a double extender for that so I can shoot 200 to 800mm. I also have a 24 to 105mm wide-angle lens and an 8 to 15mm fisheye lens. Uh, I do have extra things for the camera as well. I, I have a Rode VideoMic Pro microphone. I also have this uh, live streaming camera which I attach to my SLR when I'm shooting and I want to capture live video as well. It's a live stream Mevo camera from livestream.com. And I have, uh, in my SLR, I have two different cards. I have a 128 gig 
Extreme Pro compact flash card, and I have a 128GB SDHC card in the camera at all times. And the reason why I have that is because I set up my camera to shoot both in RAW and in JPEG form as well. So it kind of gives me a backup. If I don't need to edit the file, then I can just use the JPEG straight away. But if I want to edit the file and make some changes to the picture later, then I can do that in Lightroom with the RAW file. And I still have the original file. I can create a copy of it. And then I can upload it to where I want to put it on the internet. I can give it to the magazine to put in their article and make it really easy. Now, I have a particular way of looking after my photos, especially when I'm on location. If I happen to fill up my card and I need to download my photos, then I usually have two laptops with me. One is a Surface Pro 3, which is what I use for my business when I'm out and about. I also have an ASUS ZenBook, which was one of the first uh, laptops that came out, uh, and I use that as my backup machine. Now, both of those computers have Windows 10 on it. Both of them have a lot of room for hard drive space, but then I also carry a couple of extra USB portable hard disks with me as well. So I have a Western Digital 2TB hard disk, and a Western Digital 4TB hard disk, which are both passports, um, and you can find them at JB Hi-Fi or Harvey Norman, because that's where they sell them. And I use those to back up too. Now, it's always good to keep a copy of your pictures just in case something happens to go wrong and you need to go looking for that original file. You might have made a change and you're not happy with the change, and you might want to go back and redo the thing, this allows you to set this up properly. Now, the reason why I'm talking about Windows 10 in here is because I use a particular thing in the backup strategy that I talked about in one of the first episodes about file history. Now, file history allows you to basically make a copy of anything that's sitting on your hard disk in Windows 10. Now it's also available in Windows 8 and 8.1 uh, but I'm using Windows 10 so that's what I'm using. And what I usually do is I download my fault and download the pictures to the computer to the local hard disk and then I use file history to create a backup of the entire disk. And what this allows me to do is it allows me to create an entire backup not only will I have a copy of all of my photos on the cards in my camera, but I also want to have a secondary backup in case something happens to the disk that I have just backed up to, or something happens to the laptop that I'm using. I've got a copy just in case something goes wrong. Now, file history is a part of Windows, like I said, and you can access that through the Start menu. So if you go to Start, then Settings, and go up to Update and Security, there is an option called Backup. If you click on the Backup, it says Backup Using File History, or Looking for an Older Backup, 
you can go back to backup and restore. Now you can use either of these, but what I find is, is that backup using file history is a little bit different to the backup and restore option that you had in Windows 7 or in Windows 10. Uh, what I find is that it actually has a folder view where you can actually view what's in each individual folder. Now, I use a D drive, which is my secondary disk, for my backup. And the reason why I have this turned on is that it backs up everything for me. So when I'm looking at my uh, options that I'm using for being backed up, if I click on more options under the backup situation, it tells me exactly what my process is for my backup. So I back up my files on a daily basis, daily basis and I keep my backups for a month. Now, while I don't delete anything, basically the backup gets deleted and it redoes everything daily. And then after a, a month, it clears them and then it basically overwrites the disk. Uh, so what I have backed up is all of my downloads, my internet favorites that I have in Internet Explorer, my desktop. Uh, there's a Qt web engine process, which is being backed up. There's a GIMP 2.8 file that's being backed up. There's an application manager folder that's being backed up. But my pictures are also being backed up. My documents are being backed up. My videos are being backed up my saved pictures and my music folder which is sitting in a different location to my uh, regular iTunes music. Uh, I can add a folder, I can exclude a folder if I want to from not being backed up. I can then stop using this drive and back up to another drive. So if you wanted to, you could plug in a USB passport drive like I was talking about and select that drive to be backed up to as an external. Now what this does is that having a backup and a backup and a backup uses that what happens is, is that if something goes wrong, you can restore. Now, why do I need multiple backups? Well, I don't really delete a lot, so it fills up the hard disk on my machine. Big deal, right? But what if it's an important file that I need to keep? And having multiple copies allows me to say, okay, well, I've got it. In case something goes wrong with my computer, I've still got a copy. Or if something goes wrong with another hard disk, I still have a copy. Uh, it's all just about having reliability and continuity across the whole platform. And photos are important to me because it's my hobby and I enjoy doing it and I like having copies of my work, and I don't like losing my work. And uh, I've got some pretty good photos out of all of the stuff that I've done so far. So I would recommend that if you do not have a strategy for your photos, whether you like to keep them or delete them or do whatever, here's what I would suggest. Start off with this, use a passport drive, pick one up. If you take a lot of photos like I do, you might need to get a bigger hard disk. You might need something completely different, like network attached storage, which we'll talk about in another episode. But what I would do is start with this, and then when you start to grow and get more pictures and more photos that you want to keep, 
Rather than just keeping them on the computer, keep an external copy. You might want to put them up onto the cloud, like Dropbox or OneDrive or Carbonite to back up the whole computer or the folder completely so that it's there, it's available, you've got access to it at all times. I hope that was helpful for you. We'll be back next week with another episode. Thanks very much for tuning in.